Hey there, welcome to the Strategic Shift Coach Podcast. I am your host, Coach Marlena. Come on in. This is our second podcast episode, and we're so excited to have you listening. Today's topic is going to be about resiliency and vulnerability. How to tap into both as you shift. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to today's episode of the Strategic Shift Coach Podcast, where we're talking about resiliency and vulnerability and how to tap into both as you shift. So what is resilience? What does it mean to be resilient? How I see resilience and the dictionary describes resilience is being able to return to your original form. And so in the context of, you know, ambitious, high achieving uh, black women, we are able to return to ourselves. We are able to continue to push forward and to keep going um, despite the challenges I face and despite the challenges you may face. That is what essentially it means to be resilient. And, um, had a question in mind as to how do we, you know, how do you, how do we build it? How do we build more resilience, the ability to keep going? Um, Because it is challenging. It is challenging as you're making shifts or going through transitions that you want to have happen to continue to stay moving forward, to keep wanting, desiring to steer the plane, the boat, whatever, vehicle you want to embody for yourself in terms of where you're going and one of the ways you continue to build resilience is to retain vision of the future and hope for what is to come Um, just speaking about myself and my own journey I have had um, some success and some failures. Um, to share a little bit about me, since this is our second episode, I have been an entrepreneur for less than a year. And before that, I spent 10 years in corporate America in a variety of different roles. I worked for major corporations such as PepsiCo, um, a large um, law firm, Kirkland & Ellis, and held multiple different types of roles and um, ended up in IT um, organization for Granger. And so I experienced a lot of successes in my uh, corporate career and earned, you know, by the time I left was earning over six figures. And so, you know, jumping into this entrepreneurship boat, <laughs> if you will, I kind of left, um, it's kind of like leaving like the Royal Caribbean and like getting in a lifeboat that you're going to build and like, like Noah's art, build into a Royal Caribbean yourself. It um, is, is a good visual for <laughs> the experience that I feel like I've been on. And one of the ways I've maintained my ability to, 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 to have resilience and to build more of it is to keep the vision, the eye on the prize, so to speak. So my vision for my company of strategic shift coaching and consulting is to to help women live full lives. And that mission is so critical for me that I know 
that even though I'm rowing real hard, even though I used to be in this luxury cruise boat, I have the fortitude to say, I'm going to rebuild this and it's going to be so much better because it won't just be me building it. I'll be helping others build their Royal Caribbean cruise ships. And so um, one way to build resilience is to have vision and, and to hold on to the vision and to really have a why behind that vision. For me, you know, that why is really helping other women live their lives. We have such a limited amount of time on this earth. And I think it's so important to be conscious of what you're choosing to do with the time that you have. So that, you know, one way to build resilience is to have a vision and have a mission at play to help you do that. Um, How do you sustain resilience, right? Because I've been through a lot of different things in my life. And I'm sure you listening have had multiple different um, experiences, everything from, you know, some, some of you listening may have um, finished college. Some of you have uh, worked at companies. Some of you have raised family, raised children's children. (laughs) And um, you've done some things, but how do you keep that resilience going? You know, you're working with people, you've been, you're, you're tired, right? We get to a point where we're tired. Um, of trying, of trying to make things better, of trying to reach for our goals, of trying to hold on to that mission, that dream. And so the sustainability of resiliency is just as important as building it up in the first place, right? So when I think about how do we sustain something, sustain means that it's it's firm and like it's, it's solid. Like I think of um, foundation, when I think about sustainability, something has to have good foundation and got to be able to get it through all the cracks and, and, and firm it up so that it's, it's, it's sustainable. It'll last. And so resiliency in order for resiliency to last, you have to want to know where your cracks are in it. Like, you know, where are you vulnerable with your resilience? You know, when things get hard, you know, where do you tend to shift in a negative way, when, what do you tend to back off? So um, self-awareness is really, really key with it. Um, for me, I know I like to do things that are challenging. What I don't like to do is things that are routine. So for me to be resilient through um, building my business and working with clients, um, I have to really shore up the crack of the fact that I don't like routine, so I tend to run from routine. So you got to create structures for yourself to really trick your mind into doing what you really don't enjoy doing. So for example, I'll give you an example of doing this and something a little bit more lighthearted. You know, it's the beginning of the year. Everybody wants to lose weight. Uh, Not everybody, some people. Um, But it's something you hear every year is a better way to say that. And, um... One of the ways to trick your brain into being more motivated and creating resiliency on doing something that you you kind of want, but it's difficult, like working out, you you have to set something that is attainable, 
so that you can one be motivated to do it you believe you can do it and then you continue to do it which is that sustainability and that resiliency part and so one way to do that um is to have something visual that you can mark down or if you have a fitbit watch you know lower your goal for your calories you can lower it down to 50 calories a day but what it'll do is as you meet the goal every single day and you have that visual reminder it is going to trigger your brain to want to do it tomorrow and so what it'll end up doing is sustaining you at doing the thing that you want to achieve and that builds resilience and that allows your resilience to sustain itself and to keep it going and so for yourselves depending on the shifts you want to make look at the cracks in your armor in your foundation because like if you're listening to this I know you're a powerful woman and I know you have a sense of resilience and you already had to be resilient in your life but what you may have to do at this point in time is look at how to sustain it how to keep it going when it's challenging is to look at where are the cracks where is it challenging for me to keep pushing through and what can I put in place to to really shore up those cracks in my foundation because we all have them it's normal I work with my clients on determining what theirs are and we create structures in place so that they can really um, build the resilience that they want to see in their actions and their beliefs and then sustain it as they move forward Um, so that is some tips on what you know what is resilience how to build it and really how to sustain it um, as you are building your resilience as you decide to um, make shifts in your life because you need to tap into resiliency because anytime you want to change you know change is hard it's, it's hard for a reason because it's it's, it's it's not easy you know and then I want to lead us into the conversation about vulnerability you know at, at, at its core vulnerability is being open and openness is revealing oneself to others and what even to yourself you know because we're really we're really good at not paying attention um as we see everybody walking around with devices in our hands and things like that it's very easy actually to not pay attention and not be open to yourself or be open to others and i kind of want to talk talk to you guys about why is it so hard you know to be vulnerable I'm coming from the black woman experience and for me and for you, I'm going to assume just listening for some of you, vulnerability is hard because it it, it brings up fear. It doesn't feel safe. And honestly, for me, I've not felt a lot of people are invested or, you know, they care about me being open. So the alternative to being open and vulnerable is to be closed, is to be hard and to be, you know, to kind of have your guard up everywhere you go. And, um, and I've thought throughout my life that that has helped me, you know, endure, you know, microaggressions at work to endure people, um, misconceived perceptions about who they think I am, what I'm capable of achieving. Um, it was a protective mechanism for sure in a lot of different areas of my life. Um, so those are some of the reasons I found vulnerability to be hard. Also 
disappointment, you know, leads you to not want to be vulnerable with people in the future based upon history and based upon the past. And, you know, this really can affect us when we're trying to make a shift because part of the things, part of the, part of, part of the way that vulnerability helps us when we shift is that it allows us to be open to everything. You know, it allows us to address what's here now. And it allows you to really process what you're going through. And it's really difficult to change into something else if you don't acknowledge where you are. You know, if you don't acknowledge the hurt that has come from, you know, from my example, my journey of being in corporate America, I, I have to be vulnerable that this is not working for me. This was not, at this point in time in my journey, the best thing for me. I had to be vulnerable with myself to say, hey, this is, this is, this is time for a shift. It's time to move. And that vulnerability with myself then had to allow me to speak that to others like my husband, you know, um, I haven't shared on our first podcast, but you know, this being our second one, I'm a mom. I've been married for 12 years and I have three boys and being vulnerable, you know, definitely was not something I think I practiced intentionally in front of them, um, or with them, but I've had to tap into vulnerability in order for me to make this shift because it's been an emotional roller coaster in so many ways, highs and lows. And if you don't give yourself permission to be vulnerable with it, you don't give your yourself, your mind, your body, the ability to process things and let them leave, let them do their work and leave, meaning your emotions. If you are not vulnerable, if you're not open, nothing can come in, but also nothing can leave. And that really stagnates so many of us. You know, high achieving women, black women are go-getters. They, 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 they have a vision. They're doing this. They're doing that. They, they can't um, slow down. And as a result, they almost can't feel everything they're doing either. And so when you're not vulnerable, if you don't have a space and opportunity to let things come through you and you, for you to check in with yourself and check in with others, life starts to feel really dull and colorless. And I know that was my experience. I was doing things, you know, at my, my last job and I would tell people about it and they would be like, that sounds so amazing. And I would be moving on so quickly. It didn't really matter. I wasn't even open. Again, vulnerability doesn't have to mean you're crying all the time. You're telling everybody all of your business, but it's being open to what's here and being open to what's in front of you and sharing and letting things um, move through you. You're not going to experience very much of anything. And um, that's, you know, that that is sad. And that's also going to keep you stagnant because if you don't feel, if you're at level two and you want to get to level 10 in your career, in your business, in your relationship, if you're not vulnerable, you're not open to moving anywhere else. You know, you're closed off and you're stuck at the level that you're at. And there's too much for you to do to be held in a position because of what you are unwilling to do. So I want to then transition us to, you know, how do you leverage vulnerability? That's a really interesting thought, like how I'm going to leverage my vulnerability. 
Well, one of the ways you leverage vulnerability is allowing yourself to be open essentially means allowing yourself to be seen. And that means all of who you are. So you leverage your vulnerability by being real, being open with others and being open with yourself. And as a result, that allows other people permission to do the same. And so many different um, opportunities come from just sharing, you know, your journey, your path, your story. Uh, It doesn't have to be something immediately um, impacting your shift that you're making, you know. So if you're talking to someone and you're sharing about your life, it doesn't mean that they automatically have to be influential in your personal path, right? If you're working on getting a promotion, so to speak. You being vulnerable with somebody about what you're going through and about your experiences, they don't have to be the person to be promoting you for you to be vulnerable with them for it to be beneficial. What it does mean is that you leverage that vulnerability so that you build connections because you don't know where that's going to lead. You don't know where that person may think of you. You don't know where that person actually could utilize that vulnerability in their own personal journey and it could help them move forward in their lives and the lives you're impacting. So, you know, as much as this podcast is really for and about and inspired by high achieving black women and the, the things that we want to go after and the goals that we all have, I also centralize, you know, the mission of the strategic shift coaching and consulting company is to help women win and help women live full lives and full means that it incorporates everything you know you really feel the joy in your life you really feel the success you really feel the confidence and you really you also feel the 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 emotions that you process the hurt the disappointments the pain because that is what enriches life is when you experience it it all and I really encourage you all listening to really just think about not only the resilience, which I think, I'm just going to say, think black women tend to be superstars at being <laughs> resilient. In some ways, we could, we always say, you, you know, you don't have any other choice, but no, we have choices. And we've, we've, if you're listening, I'm confident you've chosen to be strong and resilient in numerous of occasions. But where I think we could really shore up is in our vulnerability. We need more vulnerable women. We need more women laying some of this armor down because it's affecting our mental health. It's, a, it's definitely affecting our physical health. And um, it really inhibits our ability to make the shifts that we want to make. Feel free to leave a voice message about the podcast giving me feedback or topics you would like Coach Marlena to discuss on the podcast and tap into your resilience and vulnerability and let's create a shift. Mm